everyone and welcome to another podcast from us over the last few podcasts what we have been doing is we have been asking very eminent photographers to come to us and talk to us about their vision of life and their life journey but this time we are going back to something that we started off our podcasts with which is travel and travel photography and this time we are taking you to a place which is very close to delhi but it's not jaipur it's not agra It is not Jhansi and it's not Gwalior. It's a hidden gem of India and it's known as Orcha. So, as usual, Mr. Shekhawat who's here with me is of course the expert in travel and he's the one who will be telling us about traveling to Orcha, what we see over there, how we go over there and in his usual inimitable style he'll get us acquainted with everything necessary for travel to Orcha. Welcome Virender Thank you Rakesh ji and uh, it gives me immense pleasure to tell you that this is our 20th podcast yeah i think and that's some sort of a milestone actually yes yeah. yes and in last one year we have recorded uh, 20 fantastic podcast uh, we have I covered so. travel we have covered life we have covered uh, life story of famous photographers and of course we have covered food so this time uh, so it is not a routine place for you as to go because okay uh, So when you plan a trip, uh, when you plan a trip which is around three hundred, four hundred kilometers from Delhi, mm-hmm. so you always talk about the routine places. It could right. be Delhi, it could be Agra, it could be Bharatpur, or it could be like any place which comes. But this time we are like slightly moving a bit far from this place. Right. So when you move far from Delhi, it could be Agra, then it is called Gwalior. because all these cities they are already on the archaeological map and they are part of unesco heritage sites to be very honest which ones uh, Gwa- uh, agra gwalior right, yeah, yeah. yes mm-hmm. but in this league uh, we have a very amazing hidden gem and i'm sure uh, like most of you have not even heard the name of the place this is orcha and it is in uh, mp madhya pradesh yeah it is in madhya pradesh and uh, orcha orcha is not a district town it comes in the tikamgarh district of uh, madhya pradesh and it joins its border with jhansi uh, to jhansi is again jhansi is uttar pradesh and all of us know jhansi is very popular with uh, rani lakshmi bai yes but uh, if you talk about orcha orcha is a medieval india town yes medieval india like the most of the architecture is from 15th to 18th century So uh, when you talk about Orcha Orcha has a variety of places to visit but we'll start with what we can do what uh, what and route we can see and how we can reach So uh, since you're talking of that if somebody is planning a trip to Orcha what sort of time uh, should he uh, keep in hand you know for for a, let's say a road trip I would suggest a minimum 3 days right. So when I say 3 days it could be a day of traveling Like if you calculate the both ways, and then two two and a half days of stay. Right. So it could be a three days two nights trip, wherein you stay two nights at Orcha, and because Orcha is at a decent distance of five hundred kilometers from Delhi. Right. Okay. So that's quite a drive. Yeah. yeah, that's quite of a drive, but the roads are fantastic. Oh. Can, yeah, yeah, the roads are fantastic, and. Uh, 
you can use Agra Expressway and then uh, these days this road till Jhansi is amazing. Okay. From Agra to Gwalior and to Jhansi, the road is amazing and Orcha is 15 kilometers from Jhansi. Just a question. So, uh, what about people who are, don't probably want to travel by car? Uh, how do they reach? Anyone who is not keen on traveling in its own car, so they may either uh, take a tempo traveler, uh, travel with uh, like-minded people and uh, they can enjoy the journey. Two, they can plan uh, it with the uh, train. Because, uh, yeah, Jhansi uh, falls on the central railway. So all the trains which are going from Delhi to Bhopal, they'll cross Jhansi. Okay. So they can alight at Jhansi and from there they can either hire a local cab or anything they can... It's just 15 kilometers. That's 15 kilometers and it is a offbeat place. Okay. And Orcha, Orcha is spread across in like not more than 5-6 square kilometers. It is oh, really? small. Yeah, it is really a very small town. But it is very rich in heritage. And how is it from the photographer's point of view? Uh, it is it is perfectly a hidden gem. Right. Yeah. So probably you can compare the complete complex with uh, the Angkor Wat. Oh, really? Cambodia. Yeah, yeah. Some of the cenotaphs, when their reflections fall in the river Betwa, it is like, it is a perfect combination of uh, heritage, water, culture. And of course, it offers pilgrimage also. Because there are many temples also. Okay. So, what, what are yeah, the before you know, that the places I'll tell of you interest? How temples to plan that? So, if you are traveling by road, okay. uh, they can like always start uh, early morning if they don't want to travel in the night. If they are tra- traveling by tempo traveler, probably their driver can drive throughout the night and they reach the place. But if if you want to travel by road on your own, then they can take two, three stops. One, they can, uh, once they cross Agra, then, then they can take a small halt at Gwalior. Gwalior is again the old, uh, what you call heritage town. It offers forts and everything. But don't spend so much time in Gwalior because there's a bigger story waiting for you. Then en route Gwalior, uh, they can cross, they'll be crossing Dholpur. Dholpur is again an uh, old uh, heritage and uh, wildlife town, Dhalpur is famous for ravines of Chambal. And then it has the old, what you call, uh, remains of the famous fort of Shergad. And then when they cross, there is this river called Chambal. So they can, they can uh, like get down there, do a 40 minute ferry ride in Chambal. They can sight some uh, crocodiles and uh, oh. yeah, yeah, they are like a common sight. Because is so it is, is it an uh, alligator crocodile farm or is it just no, a no, wild chamb- crocodiles? Chamb- chambal, chambal is a crocodile, what you call, habitat. Oh. But uh, a place which is ar- around 10 kilometers from Rena, there is this alligator park where oh, they, they have? Yeah, they have a dedicated park where they do the farming. So they have kept over like hundreds of alligators in captivity where they are breeding and uh, then once they are of a significant size, then they leave them to the chambal. Achha. Yeah, yeah. They back are to the like back, back to the habitat. They are ah, doing okay. it. And it is like uh, old century. And then uh, once they are around Jhansi, hmm. there they can halt, they can break. Uh, and from Jhansi, it is just 15 kilometers. Correct. Once they reach, so Orcha is having good number of hotels. 
now right. yeah around uh, 15 20 hotels are there and decent quality hotels if you want to stay in so it. there was also be a madhya pradesh tourism yeah, development yeah madhya pradesh i guess the name of the hotel is shish mahal it is part of the uh, old fort only i see oh that's nice. yeah yeah the, the the complete city of orcha has a fort also and it is also called uh, the old fort acha uh, not the old fort of delhi but they call it purana mahal and apart from these uh, there are like four five famous temples and mm-hmm. then there are four five famous uh, palaces so the most the most popular is the orcha fort it is and the orcha fort it will take minimum 3 hours to do a complete round Well, as big as that, as big as that. So, so, but this is not part of the city, the five or six kilometers. It's outside city limits. No, no. The city starts with the fort. With, oh wow! The city starts with the fort, and then once you uh, once you cross the fort, then the city starts. Okay. So it is now. Previously, it used to happen that all the cities were around the fort, hmm. but now the fort is in like the outskirts, and the and city, starts, the city after starts after that because. Uh, Orcha is also famous for a very famous Raja Ram Temple. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Raja Ram Temple. All these infrastructure, all this building is constructed way back in 15th century, and it, it uh, like it continued till 1750, 1760. All the infrastructure that we talk, and uh, most important, let me tell you, there is a Jahangir Fort also. Orcha. In Orcha, there is a Jahangir Fort, which is as big as the uh, Orcha Fort. Again, it is it is of uh, prominence. Then, uh, then there are these uh, other palaces called. There is a palace called Rani Mahal. It is dedicated to the queens. Then there is uh, this royal graveyard called uh, the famous cenotaphs. Royal graveyard. Ha ha. So chhatris are not just chhatris. Chhatris are the places where people were buried or people were cremated, and mm-hmm. then later on they were converted into chhatris. So, uh, Orcha has beautiful chhatris. A combination of, I guess, three or five chhatris. So, uh, previously, these royal households were uh, cremated at uh, these chhatris. Later on, these were converted into chhatris. And chhatris are the places where people come and sit and they do the talking. And previously, Achha. now the structure has changed. Okay. But previously, yeah, this was the structure. Then uh, there are four, five famous temples, and this also. And there is a temple called Purana Mandir, which is again popular. Then one more popular temple is this Chaturbhuj Temple. This is equally important. Then uh, there is a temple called Lakshmi Temple. So, listeners, I want to tell you that when we are take, uh, talking about temples, these are not uh, mere temples, and these are not uh, the temples where uh, worshiping is uh, happening. It is. Uh, Only one temple which is very popular in terms of pilgrimage is this Raja Ram Temple, But which which is still a functioning which temple. Which is still a functioning temple. Otherwise, these temples are old heritage buildings which offer you variety of uh, pictures, variety of uh, uh, light and shade, drama, uh, drama, and then of course uh, the local youth and people who are visiting they enjoy clicking pictures. Okay. So this is one. Then. Uh, If you talk about one more, uh, the high point of Orcha, it is situated on the banks of River Betwa. Okay. So all your hotels, wherever you are going to stay, the most of the hotel they face this River Betwa. Mm-hmm. So they are on the banks of Betwa River. So you can spend half a day 
taking a like uh, taking a foot long dip. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not a very deep river. It is sir. not a deep river. It is a wide river, so it is not that deep, and it has the boulders. You can go sit, spend some time, introspect or meditate. It is beautiful. Okay. And the best time to visit is now since the monsoons have started. So the Betwa must be full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There'll be water in Betwa. I must (laughs) say it cannot be full. I must say that because uh, around Orcha, there are uh, five, six famous dams as well. Oh, really? Yeah. So On on different rivers uh, or... Just the Betwa and the Chambal. Uh, I know the I know of these two rivers, but I'm not sure what all other rivers. But yeah, these two rivers, uh, they have over five, six dams. I'll tell you the names, which you can also visit. Apart from this, so if you talk about uh, Orcha, Orcha is uh, lush green. Oh. Yeah. So uh, Orcha has a wildlife sanctuary also. Orcha itself? Yeah. Oh. Orcha has a wildlife sanctuary. It is a declared wildlife sanctuary. Okay. Then so are there wildlife uh, safaris in there or is it just uh, no? It is currently it is open to all. Okay. Then there's a there's a place called Hardul. I just skipped the name. Okay. I'll tell you sometime later. There's this place Hardul Jikabag or something like. That. So it is also a good place to go. Okay. Then if you talk about places around Orcha, hmm. so so if you if you see since you have already reached Orcha and you have you have done your bit in Orcha, then you can spend half a day in Jhansi also. So this would be in addition to the two days that you had Yeah, kept. yeah. Two Achha. days addition to this, you can do Jhansi. And if you have like some, a day spare, then you can travel to Chanderi. So the, that's a textile pla- city, right? Yeah, yeah the hmm. Chanderi Silk City. Why I'm adding these names? Because if you are traveling to this place, then additionally you can do a one day trip. Otherwise, you are never going to drive back Again to Chanderi for to Chanderi. just for silk. So that is why I am trying to add few names. So this is Chanderi. Chanderi is again 100 kilometers. Okay. And the Chanderi fort is now converted into the loom, loom yard. Oh really? So, yeah. Now the artisans, they sit in the Chanderi. So uh, it fort. is a government initiative? Yeah, it's a government initiative. And I happened to meet uh, Jyotira Dityaji Sindhya. Mm-hmm. Sometime back, like some three, four, five years back. And... At that symposium, he was explaining how how well maintained it is. Right. And now Chanderi Silk is really doing good. It is actually. It yeah. is. And then, and then I I just wanted to add one amazing thing when we talk about Jhansi. So Ocha is a old Bundela Rajput's capital. And so the capital of Bundelkhand in a man. No, no, no Bundelkhand. Not. It was the capital of Tikamgad. I see. Oh. So it was capital of Tikamgad and uh, the Bundelas were the Rajputs. So way back in 1857, there was a king called Hamir Singh. Okay. So they invaded Jhansi. <laughs> brave, very yeah. brave of them. <laughs> no, because Jhansi was again, Jhansi was ruled by Rani Lakshmi Bai uh-huh. and uh, this uh, Raja Hamir Singh, he invaded uh, Jhansi. Okay. And eventually... <laughs> He lost. They, he lost. They got defeated. Mm. But uh, all the other people who were busy in the first uh, battle of, uh, first revolt of freedom. Mm. So here, uh, the story was reverse. They were attacking their own <laughs> countrymen. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, you know, Virendra, there's uh, one question I've been meaning to ask you that, you know, there's another member of, uh, of, uh, of DPC, uh, Commander Dureha, uh-huh. uh, somebody whose photo- photographs I really admire. 
So he had shown me some photographs of Orcha where he said, you know, this, you see this bird, Rakesh? This is an Egyptian vulture and it's very yes. rare. It's difficult to take a photograph of this. So is that a fact? Are yeah, Egyptian yeah, this vultures? is a fact. And let me... So this is a... Again, this is a hidden gem because uh, Orcha has many Egyptian vultures. It is not just about one Egyptian vulture. Orsa, Orsa houses uh, Egyptian vultures and it is paradise for bird photographers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice to know. Uh, yeah, because uh, the habitat is not disturbed. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know from where they arrived, but it has like good amount of so, Egyptian when you, vulture. When you call an, uh, a vulture an Egyptian vulture, is it actually Egyptian? Egypt, yeah, yeah, they migrated so, from Egypt because, uh, so if I tell you, and this is like, it might not be fact, but uh, previously, like till the time we know, that uh, previously way back, like if you 70s, 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. when the weather in India was like good for uh, Saras cranes and all. Right. So many Siberian birds, they used to fly from Siberia and they used to come to Bharatpur. Correct, yes. Uh-huh. And if if we talk about Orcha, if you talk about zone-wise, hmm. so it is not that far from Orcha. Uh, Bharatpur isn't? Yeah. I see. Because Bharatpur is in the close periphery of Agra. So, okay. en- I'm not saying it is en route, but there are variety of birds that are found also there also. And Orcha is a wildlife sanctuary as well. Right, right, right. That's one so reason. That's, that's an interesting thing about yeah. the uh, Egyptian about vulture. The Egyptian vulture. Yeah, that's, that's lovely. Then, uh, coming back to the point, uh, places uh, which, which are nearby and they have water. Because I told you in Betwa there is not enough water. It is because they are having some five, six dams. dams. Mm. So one is a Matatila. And any any dam that I am telling you is around 50-60 kilometers from either Jhansi or Orcha. So there is this one dam called Matatila. And all these dams are very popular with the, the locals. Okay. So it is always good to do some research and then like listen to her podcast yeah. and then go. So there's this dam called Matatila, then there's called this dam called uh, Sukma Dukma, then uh, Barua Sagar is one. Then if you leave uh, this side, then uh, on the other side you have Tal Behar, then you have Paricha Dam. So these are the like typical things that you can... Are, the, are these places where a tourist can go and kind of look around? Look around, hang around and all these are developed places. I see. So in all the places where we are talking, uh, they are having good uh, road connectivity. Okay. I'm not sure about the public transport, but yes, till Jhansi, the roads are fantastic. The public connectivity is amazing hmm. because this is on the central railway. So every two hour, three hour... There's a train going from this place, uh, from Delhi to Bhopal side. So it goes via Jhansi. Yeah, Jhansi. Probably one of the best trains is the Taj Express. It goes till Jhansi. Achha. Yeah, yeah, Delhi to Jhansi. It's like uh, if you go by train, it is a five-hour journey. If you go by tempo traveler, it is 500 kilometers. If you're driving, the roads are fantastic. Okay. And the the road that goes directly to Bangalore, it goes through Jhansi. Oh, I so see. That's Delhi a, Bangalore. Delhi Bangalore. Yeah, that that's the same road. So these are few places uh, where you can, can visit and uh, you must go and enjoy the local chart. In Urcha? Yeah, Urcha has like the most subtle and the most tasty, <laughs> what you call snacks, the roadside snacks that you can eat. Okay. 
So any point, one particular shop or it's like it's like it, almost anywhere all, in Austria. All the chart places they are next to the temple. This temple is very popular. So all these places that we are talking, these are either Rajaram Temple, Purana Mahal, or the Orcha Fort, Jangir Fort, the Chaturbhuj Temple, or the Lakshmi Temple, or the Chatris, or the Rani Mahal. They are in the close periphery of five kilometers. That's it. That's it. Okay. But all these don't go by the names. Go by the beauty of the places. Every place that you are going to visit, apart from these temples, they'll take minimum two hours to three hours. Oh. Because these are huge architectural structures. Okay. And they are worth clicking. Okay. Then, view from the fort to the back. So, when I say back, view from the fort to the back is like lush green. On on the few so sides. that's agricultural land. No, that's the jungle land. That's because jungle that's land. the century. I see. That's the, the wildlife. wildlife yeah, century. the old Cha wildlife century. That's the century land. And then uh, en route, like anything that we are saying, you'll be able to see Betwa. Right. So at this wildlife sanctuary, what do you see? Tigers? Do you see? No. Not tigers, but apart from Maybe tiger, deer everything. And stuff. Everything. Okay. And Orcha is also part of the UNESCO World Heritage City now. Uh, was that done recently? Yeah, or? recently. Because uh, Agra and Gwalior, they were already part of that. Now Orcha was added. proposed or added. Okay. But now it is part of the UNESCO Heritage Site. And uh, all the all the UNESCO Heritage Sites, they are like uh, well-maintained, neat and clean. Absolutely. I've seen pictures of uh, Orcha. That's the assurance that you get. And they're really well-maintained buildings uh, from what we can see. So on the way, you uh, you mentioned that we uh, go past uh, the Chambal River where there's a ferry and you can go. So I believe there's a Chambal Safari also which is which can be organized. Yes, yes. If you, if you are keen wildlifer, then you can of course enjoy the Chambal Wildlife Safari. They have uh, boats. So you can do a crocodile safari. Thank you, I'll pass. Yeah, yeah. they take you in and around Chambal. They they show you the ravines and Ch- Chambal is a vast river. I'm sure, yeah. yeah, Chambal is a vast river. And uh, with with Chambal, I may tell you one more thing. So it is it is uh, it is the habitat where uh, the crocodile and the man they live in the common habitat because the local villagers they come to this. Uh, you must have seen that movie Bandit Queen. Yeah. The entire Bandit Queen was shot on the banks of Chambal. Chambal, yes. So Chambal and, and no one was attacked by uh, no one was, and no son. one was because uh, these days uh, the concept of dacoits is lost. Mm, yeah, that is yeah. <laughs> uh, because uh, these days uh, dacoits are not in the ruins; they have their houses now. So as far as so, uh, what's the normal weather in uh, in Orsha like? Like you said, when, uh, when you travel, best yeah, time to travel. Yeah, if you are in summers, it is like literally very hot. Okay. Because it is the typical uh, dry central India, India, yeah, India, yeah. central India dry area. But once this monsoon arrives, then it is lush green. So right. this is because when we are traveling. So let me tell you, DPC is also hosting a trip to Orcha, which is in the month of August, which yes. is around, which is in the Independence Day weekend. Okay. So we are traveling. So that's the probably the best time because when it is already rained for four or five times, and the weather is not that. And, and you are going by tempo, tempo traveler. Yeah, tempo yeah. Traveler. Okay. It's, it's a road. It's a road trip. trips are generally road trips. Right. One thing here we are missing is Khajuraho. That is why because uh, we are separately going to record a new podcast on Khajuraho because Khajuraho itself is a 
World Heritage Site. Site, yeah. And uh, it is known for the world famous temple. So it's 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 a place very close to Orcha. Yeah, it is again 120-140 kilometers from yeah Orcha. And so if you are going all the way to Orcha, you might as well you see Khajuraho. You might Khajuraho also explore going way. to Khajuraho if hmm. you have a extra day. Right. But otherwise, the places that I have told you, they'll they'll occupy you for good three days. Okay. And to me, I want to tell you that. Uh, it is not just about visiting the places by places. Hmm. It is about you have to go to the place, soak in, feel the place and then move to the next monument or next experience mm-hmm. rather than just doing the tick, tick, tick. We are not the, the YouTube, click, click, click. We are not <laughs> the YouTube generation where 10 things to do in Orcha. We are not that. We are like what you can explore in Orcha, what you can see in Orcha and what you can inculcate in yourself from Orcha. It is the peace. You may slow down. Slow down the whole. Yeah. yeah slow down. Re- regenerate yourself. Enjoy the place. Right. Well, I suppose that's true of any place that you visit, right? So, uh, that in a nutshell is what we are talking about, about Orcha. And I'm sure this, uh, the information given over here will definitely be helpful to a lot of our listeners. Hope, and uh, hope we are not that serious, like in our tone or in our lingo. Yeah, I mean, so you know, it would be lovely to have uh, feedback from our listeners that you know when we uh, uh, Virender and I and whoever we are along with, uh, do we do we sound too serious? Do we sound too casual? stilted or too casual? Too too colloquial? So so let us know how it is because you know it's only feedback from our listeners that will help us change. And you know we are we are dynamic in this, so if necessary, we will of course change. The podcast episode is going to be about Kajuraho and as a mediator, but also as a listener, I'm really looking forward to that. Thank you, everybody, and we shall see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.